You're live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with my good friend and co-host John Beeler. We've got a great program today. Of course, we talk all things tech, but make it uh, hopefully understandable. Uh, later on, uh, we'll be talking with the folks over at Twitter. They've got a number of uh, updates. Uh, I know some people are really into Twitter. And if you're not, uh, there's some cool stuff that you can do with it as well. So we'll be uh, chatting with Cam Gordon uh, out of Toronto about that. And we're going to be talking with the folks over at Fantuan. This is a, a delivery food service uh, that uh, is available in a, you know, a number of cities worldwide. You probably have heard of Skip the Dishes and Uber Eats and DoorDash. Well, uh, these uh, guys are, are one of the other competitors uh, out in that space. Uh, they've really done well with the Asian market. Uh, but uh, really kind of expanding now. Uh, if you've had a chance to look at uh, their app and just all the different restaurants available, John, it is like a dream, especially if you're into Asian foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is uh, for non-Asian people as well. Yeah, no, it's, I'm looking forward to talking to them. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty, uh, pretty cool company. Uh, we'll also be uh, doing a bit of uh, an Apple overview. They announced some new stuff, a new iPhone 13, new iPads, including uh, a mini update, and also the new Apple Series 7 watch. So we'll be giving you our thoughts uh, on that uh, as well. Uh, John, I just wanted to quickly uh, talk about our new TV show that uh, has been launched. Uh, We've uh, partnered uh, with the folks over at TELUS uh, TV. If you're a TELUS TV subscriber here in Western Canada, uh, that would be Alberta and British Columbia, you can actually check out John and I and the team. We've uh, created uh, 10 one-hour episodes that uh, are available on demand uh, through their service. And this is a great series. It's actually 12 episodes. Or oh, forgot 12. <laughs> but, but, but the first six are available now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, I'm very proud of the show we put together. I think we try to answer a lot of questions that we get on this show, uh, how to help people set up their Wi-Fi, explain and demystify lots of different technology. How to transfer your photos from one phone to another, uh, how to use your iPhone the, the best. Yeah, so this uh, series is called uh, Get Connected Tech Talk. Yeah. And uh, again, you'll have to find that on the Telus TV on demand service. Yeah, no word yet if it's going to be available anywhere else for the non-Telus subscribers. There may be in the future somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for now, you can actually even watch it right in the Telus Optic app directly yeah on your phone or tablet yeah or on your tv and you know the six episodes we kind of had to like give a sort of a a topic main theme or or maybe the bigger biggest segment for each particular episode so like our first six we've got 3d printing you and i go down that path we talk about house cleaning robots oh yeah those that was a cool Cool show, yeah. Uh, We talk about my synth, and we actually show it, and you actually get to play with it a little bit. My music synthesizer, yeah. Yeah, my Eurorack. You're you're crazy with that. Yeah. But it's it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we talk about retro computers. We filled the studio with a whole bunch of our old computers from days gone by. Yeah, all our old Atari ones. Yeah. And your TRS-80 that actually caught fire. It didn't catch fire. John, John, the whole place filled up with smoke. Well, it was smoking. It wasn't on fire, though. Well, how does smoke happen? Well, fire. Dust settled onto the CRT tube. It hadn't been turned on for a long period of time. Yeah. And we went for lunch, and then all of a sudden, the studio was full of smoke. (laughs) So that was a fun day. Yeah. Uh, Did, Did it ever turn on again? Oh, yeah. It still works fine. Okay. Yeah, it just needs to be cleaned properly. Yeah. So we also did an episode or a segment about our experiences with electric vehicles, which we've talked a lot about in the show. And uh, even 
Graham comes by and he talks about stargazing and his telescopes and things like that that he has. I love that segment because uh, when I was a kid, I had my own telescope yeah. uh, and it was just fascinating. And I wish that I had the tools that are available mm-hmm. now today because like, you can hook up your your iPhone to these certain types of telescopes and it'll help you find all the planets and stars and constellations. Yeah, it'll actually move the telescope for you. It lets you take photos of what you're seeing. I know, I almost hate Graham for this because I wish I had this as a kid. Well, and he has a really nice rooftop patio that he, where he lives. So he has a really nice unobstructed view of the sky too. It's it's really cool. So, I mean, if you're into any of those types of techie things, it's it's cool. We're just trying to inspire you to, to use some of this technology for, for fun and for hobbies and just to get some more work done as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, uh, it's called Get, Connect, Get Connected Tech Talk, available on Telus TV. So, if you're Telus TV subscribers, please watch. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Uh, John, let's talk about some of the uh, the news, the tech news. Uh, this was uh, interesting. We're trying to get some of these in. Uh, Ray-Ban has partnered with Facebook for some new sunglasses called Ray-Ban Stories. Yes. Uh, Cool and creepy at the same time because they've got cameras built into them that you can take pictures and videos with. Yes. So, I mean, we've talked about Google Glass in the past. I used to be uh, an owner of those. And it was an interesting social experiment. People weren't quite ready to have a camera mounted on your face all the time. And now Ray-Ban has basically created very you know stylized wayfarer glasses with facebook built into it yeah and so there's two cameras on the front there is a little led light so you know that it's taking pictures or shooting video and they also have basically uh the you have the ability to hear audio through them as well yeah they've got speakers in the arms yeah yeah so you can actually get your notifications you can make calls listen to music that kind of thing um it's actually it seems pretty reasonable i think it's about 369 canadian yeah. It, you know what I find interesting, though, John? If you see them, they look like regular sunglasses. Yeah. They're only a few grams heavier, and that's cool because we've tried different smart glasses, and you just, a lot of them make you look like a Borg, like a half robot, half man. Yeah. Or they get really hot when you're wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. But what I found interesting uh, with these, because they work, they're a partnership with Facebook, yeah. but they're called Ray-Ban Stories. Nowhere in that name is Facebook. Yeah. And I think there's a reason why. Because the trust factor for Facebook is probably not as good as the brand good yeah. feeling around Ray-Ban. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, because Facebook also owns Oculus, which does the VR headsets. Yes. So there's a lot of synergies, I guess, in those teams and departments within those companies. And then you add in the Ray-Ban style. I mean, they do look like normal glasses. You can get them as sunglasses. You can get them as prescription glasses. Or you can get them as just clear glass. Crazy. Uh, we're talking about some of the tech news stories out there. Uh, we've talked about this before, John. Amazon's palm scanning tech um, that's going to be coming to some of the Whole Foods down mm-hmm. in the U.S. And essentially what happens is you go to one of the Whole Foods stores that has this technology and you register your palm print on a scanning device and obviously tie that to your Amazon account. So going forward when you're paying, all you have to do is just scan your palm. Right. Instead of like, breaking out a credit card or debit card or cash. Yeah, so what's interesting is that Amazon's actually rolling this out to entertainment venues. So uh, there's a really famous uh, amphitheater in Colorado called Red Rocks. Yeah, A lot of big bands play there, and it's a fantastic venue that looks like it's you know carved in stone kind of thing. And they're actually going to be using this technology to let you get into the venue. 
Yeah, some people are having a problem with it, though. Well, just the the whole touching thing, touching yeah. a piece of glass that someone else just touched, like someone's going to have to wipe it after every time, right? Yeah. Okay, we're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the new iPhone 13, the new iPads and the watch. Should you upgrade? We'll give you our thoughts back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. Well, Apple had its big announcement this week with uh, surprises and not so many surprises. Uh, some of the rumors we talked about on our previous uh, program did not come true in any way. <laughs> but we'll get, uh, we'll get to that. What I was surprised uh, about, John, is that uh, they announced not only new iPhones, new iPads, but also new Apple Watch. I thought that they might spread those out over multiple announcements through the fall. I think the surprise for me was the uh, the iPad updates. Yeah. Because normally they would do the watch and the phone. That would make sense. But, uh, you know, the the thing is, spoiler alert, my favorite thing was the iPad mini. So new iPhone 13s, new iPad and iPad mini, and new Apple Watch Series 7. Starting with the iPhones, uh, John. Not a lot new. This was almost like back in the day when they used to do the S version, like the iPhone 4S and 5S. Yeah, it's it's an iterative, uh, evolutionary upgrade. Um, so if you already have, say, a 12 or a 12 Pro, maybe you don't need to upgrade. Yeah, uh, I guess one of the bigger things, starting with the 13, the battery life is longer, at least two hours longer, uh, which is great. Uh, because we use these things all the time. But they also have a cinematic mode in them now. So if you like taking video, uh, you can do some really kind of fun things uh, when you're taking video as far as the focus is concerned. Uh, it'll automatically focus between different subjects uh, or you can you know, put your finger on it and have it focus uh, on that. So it's kind of like more of a, a movie making experience. Yeah, because I think a lot more people are using their phones to create content for even things like TikTok and, and Instagram and, and YouTube in some cases. Uh, so going up to the iPhone 13 Pro, uh, some more kind of iterative, iterative uh, advancements there. Uh, they look, and again, these both, both these phones, and they have a mini version as well, uh, they look like the previous generation, the iPhone 12 series. Yeah, no, no new design surprises there. No. They have MagSafe, all of them, which is kind of the magnetic back, so it's easy to put on accessories. Uh, so the iPhone 13 Pro takes the camera to another level. Uh, they've really pushed the boundaries as far as the night mode yeah. on this one. So uh, the iPhone 13 Pro has three lenses on the back, a telephoto, wide, and ultra-wide, and they're all capable of night mode now so some of the pictures they showed during the event they were quite amazing so i'm i'm anxious to to try that out yeah and they've also introduced macro photography mode as well meaning super close up yeah you can move your camera up to two centimeters away from your subject so you want to get into that flower or shoot that food photo like extreme close-ups and they look really great uh and also they've uh, got a new uh screen on it as well uh, that has super high refresh rates up to 120 hertz uh, and it's variable refresh and so what that essentially means is that uh, to save battery when you're not scrolling or swiping 
uh, it's going to go down to a lower refresh rate. But when you are scrolling through text or swiping through different apps and things like that, it'll go up to a higher refresh rate. So overall, I mean, they're great looking phones, John. Um, the 13 Pro also has a new feature coming out in the fall called ProRes video. Uh, so that is something for professional videographers. Yeah, I think it's something that if you know what ProRes is, you care. Yes. But if you don't, you probably won't care. No, but for us, we do broadcast TV shows, right? So a lot of times when we're out and about at events, we have our iPhones, but we can't really use them. Even though they can do 4K video and amazing video, uh, it's not broadcast quality. So this is a step towards broadcast quality. But overall, uh, is this a, a big update for you? Is this something that can make you go out and buy? I know you always buy the latest. I do, but uh, I've actually been thinking about it since the event, and I'm not sure I'm going to upgrade now. There's like normally when I upgrade, it's because there's something new and really amazing in the camera that I really want. But a lot of this update feels like software. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and you, you we are in video and TV. Yeah, would you upgrade if the ProRes version gave you broadcast quality video that we could use? If we can make Nigel happy, yes. Our editor, yeah. <laughs> That, that's actually a good point because if we do have that ability and as travel comes back online, as the world sort of reopens, we're going to be in places where we're not going to be able to take a broadcast camera sometimes. Exactly. Okay, so moving on to the iPads. This was the big thing for me. They have a new iteration of the iPad. That's the base model, 429, faster processor, better camera. Uh, very popular. And I think for a lot of people, it's it's a laptop replacement because it's faster than most of the laptops out there and easier. Yeah, yeah, no, it no question. It's it's the sweet spot for price, performance, yeah, compatibility with stuff. Yeah, and um, it, it's interesting though. Like we 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 we're we're all waiting for the lightning connector to die. Yeah, so that still has the lightning connector port on it. Yeah. It's not dying yet. No. No, and, and I mean, it's, it's basically, it's a couple generations behind the Pro models yeah. or the Air model as far as which processors in it, but it's still plenty fast for most people. I think so. Like, I, I have one for my parents. My dad uses it all the time. He does not use his computer anymore, his, his Windows. He's got like an all-in-one. Yeah. And the iPad is just so much more convenient. He can take it everywhere, and it's just easy. And the tech support for me is... It's great. It's non-existent. It's probably. non-existent, right? So let's talk about the iPad mini. This is the biggest refresh on the mini in years. And so it's got a new form factor. It looks like the iPad Pros and the phones, you know, kind of with the square edges. Very much like a small version of the Air, iPad Air, which I bought last year. Yeah. Yeah, which I love, but I love the iPad mini form factor more. So I might think about downgrading. Really? Yeah. So you think you're going to sell your iPad Air and get this mini. Yeah, although they have pretty good trade-in options. I should see what kind of trade I could get for last year's so, iPad but Air. But price, it's up there. I, I yeah. thought it might be a bit cheaper, but I mean, it's it's pretty well spec. This has got an A15 Bionic chip in it, yeah. which is kind of the high end of the Apple range. Yeah. Uh, it can use the magnetic pencil yeah. that snaps onto the side. Yeah. The only thing I didn't see from Apple was a keyboard on this one. No, no, and, and we're just looking at the, the website now and there's no... No mention of it. There's there's some new cases, yeah, but not uh, the you know the smart or magic keyboard, which is like a magnetically attached keyboard. But maybe we'll see that from third party. Oh, yeah. third party people. Uh, finally, the Apple Watch Series Seven, and so 
again, we were wrong on this. <laughs> we thought there would be a different design to it, that it would have the square edges like the phones. The phones and the iPads. Yeah. Wrong, wrong, wrong. It's yeah. It looks identical, except the screen now, they've been able to get the screen right to the edges. Yeah, so very little bezel uh, that's not the screen compared to earlier models. So it's, it's um, you know, it's you get a little bit bigger screen and... Uh, there's even a keyboard option for it. Yeah. Like an it, on-screen keyboard. Yeah, I guess they feel the screen is big enough to have a tiny little keyboard. You need like a tiny little finger. You got fat fingers, you're, you know, it's yeah. not happening. But it's it's beautiful. I do like that it comes in green now. That's a new... F- yeah, how many colors? Like there was like a gazillion colors to it. Well, there's there's five new aluminum colors. There's green, blue, the product red, which they always have, and then starlight, which is kind of like... Like a super light rose gold almost. Okay, yep. And then uh, then we got Midnight, which is kind of like a dark, dark, dark blue. Yeah. Yeah, which is really nice. So what series watch do you have? I have a series five. Yeah. Yeah. Compelling enough yet? Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you had me at green, but um, <laughs> I don't know if it's quite enough to, to, to jump, right? Again... Apple's gotten pretty good with the trade-in options. It takes away that whole hassle of selling privately, yeah. uh, Craigslist or whatever, and dealing with flaky people. Yeah. So if you know if there's a good enough trade, or if I have a friend that wants mine, I might do that. Cool, cool. Okay. Uh, if you want to find out more, we'll be talking about uh, some of the stuff more in depth uh, tomorrow on the App Show, or if you're in Toronto tonight <laughs> essentially uh and again uh, this is all the ladies from apple we'll be getting a lot of this gear in so we'll be doing some uh first look videos on this in the coming weeks so stay tuned for that the iphones uh and i think the ipad are going to be available uh, you can order them now and uh, available to get in your hands september 24th and the watch sometime later in the fall to be determined when we come back more tech to talk stay tuned you are back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. Well, uh, the COVID has changed uh, many things in our lives. I think if I have one more Zoom meeting, John, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, but it's also changed the way we eat. Uh, you know, we, for the most part during the pandemic, have had challenges going to restaurants. More of us are ordering in. Uh, this has really helped a lot of the uh, delivery food services out there. Uh, you know, the skip the dishes uh, DoorDash, Uber Eats. But there's another big one out there uh, that we want to talk about uh, today. And uh, they're um, based out of uh, uh, Vancouver, Canada here as well, but they are worldwide. Uh, it's called Fantuan. We've uh, got one of the founders uh, on the line today. His name is Yao Fei. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Hello, Mike. Hello, John. Uh, excited to have you on uh, the program. I've seen your cars driving around. You've got this uh, cute little uh, symbol and, and logo. Uh, tell us about the, the service. Uh, how is it uh, uh, the same or different than uh, some of the other services out there? So, fun um, story is uh, different. I would like to share right now is uh, we founded in 2014. Our, uh, we started in Burnaby, BC. Um, so, one of my co-founder, he's a CEO, his name is Randy, uh, founded this company uh, from the idea. Um, one, he's a still a college student uh, in SFU. And uh, yeah, and in 2014, the food delivery uh, is not convenient as today as we are. And, uh, and he sees the opportunity and uh, starts the business. So uh, right now, uh, Fantuan is already covered like more like 30 cities 
across North America. And, uh, and so compared with um, like Uber Eats or DoorDash, uh, we are more focusing on the uh, like uh, more authentic Asia food. So yeah. yeah, from what I understand, you've done very well with the Asian markets in some of the the bigger cities, like you know the Vancouver, Richmond, uh, and, yeah. and also over in Toronto as well. I believe you're down in L and yeah. LA. Um, yeah. uh, I've had a chance to go through the app. Like there is like a fantastic selection of, uh, of food <laughs> in there. Um, so how does it work? You, you know, obviously it's probably similar to the other ones. Uh, you go into the app yeah. and and you pick your food. Like what is the mm-hmm. delivery range, and, and you know what are the costs involved? Um, so right now in the um, like great Vancouver area, uh, we cover almost, um, if you place the order like in a restaurant, we cover all the major um, uh, great Vancouver area. And the, the long, longest distance we delivered before, I would like to say like in Vancouver, we cover more than 50 kilometers. We, we deliver wow. to even like Landy Center. So from Richmond, actually, yeah. wow. because, you know, Richmond has a variety of uh, like uh, authentic Chinese restaurant located over there and the people living mainly, they, they order food from us. So, and, and also, you know, it's an instant delivery. We, we don't like uh, uh, pack food like uh, next day because you want the food hot to, to your door, right? So, um, so the, the, the most uh, like long distance, I would like to say, yeah, more than 50 kilometers. <laughs> wow, that, that's different than some of the other services out there. Uh, so how much does yeah. it cost the customer to get that food delivered? Uh, usually, we, we, we define the delivery cost by uh, distance. So, like in, in some um, very close distance, usually you order just uh, within the radio uh, radius, like uh, uh, three kilometers, five kilometers. We just uh, have a flight rate. Um, it's based on varies by different restaurant, but usually we charge like uh, nine uh, two, two ninety nine. Yeah, only three dollars. Yeah. Okay, three three bucks. Wow. Uh, yeah. But uh, but I guess if they're going like 50 kilometers, there's going to be more of a charge, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We have a more cost on the delivery uh, driver, I would like to say. Yeah. So we have to pay them more than customer pay a little bit more. It's like after, I would like to say after 10 kilometers, it's like a one kilometer on charge, like a, uh, 1.2 yeah, per, yeah. per kilometers. And yeah. and what about for the restaurants that, that use your mm-hmm. service? Like, uh, is it much different for them than like Uber or Skip the Dishes? Uh, usually, um, the, all the like processes are very similar, uh, I would like to see. But the, the choice um, on Fantuan's platform uh, is more like we focus more on the, the authentic uh, food, Asia food, Chinese, Korea, Japanese. Yeah. So, just, I mean, there's the, the way, but if, if you open Fantong app, we, we definitely a lot of a, like a promotion on the go. So there's a rest, different kinds of a promotion. So like, it's not only like buy one, get one free, usually like a 50% off or particular promotion dishes. So a lot of a variety of a choice. Yeah. I think that's an important thing, John, uh, the choice on that app. Like if you like, a, I love Asian food, like all, yeah. all kinds, the choice is incredible. And the deals, yeah, there's like deals all the time. It's, it's well, like pretty cool. I was yeah. literally just looking and there's a restaurant I really like and yeah. it's 30% mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so how, how does this work for the restaurant side? Are, are you charging them a fee for this so, process? so uh, I mean, it's a very um, significant difference compared with uh, Uber Eats or DoorDash. And I, the way we work is uh, different. Uh, so 
first we go to the restaurant and we build a very close connection uh, with the restaurant owner, I would like to say, and uh, um, they they even they probably like sit down and uh, you know talk with us, and uh, uh, they put a lot, especially during the COVID. You know, we need to support the restaurant, right? And uh, they they really willing uh, to promote them more. So. Um, so the conversation between them is uh, really person to person. It's not through the like email, say, hi, you want to join the campaign because they're a small business owner, right? They, they have to do the, you know, the online promotion. So that's, that's, we take a lot of time on this. And uh, our business developing talk, go to the restaurant directly, talk with them. And um, the fee we charge uh, to the restaurant um, compared with the Uber, DoorDash, we, we have a like lower fee. Um, basically start like uh, only like 50 percentage of the commission. And uh, if they take a certain uh, promotion uh, with us and they get even lower discount, uh, lower commission. Yeah. And so is it basically just food that you're delivering through the app? Uh, in the app, uh, the food is definitely the um, most frequent um, um, you know, customer place all the more frequent for the food delivery because people know Phantom as a food delivery company. And, but we also provide errats, like you, you can like delivery, um, like a document from Richmond to downtown and um, to the law firm or the accountant. Mm. So they, they use uh, this service. And also, you know, people do some shopping in HR. Uh, they, they probably like we deliver some package and like they, 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 they place order for like luxury shopping and we deliver for them. And also we also have like a grocery delivery, um, oh. you know, so it's a couple like supermarket uh, we work with a local supermarket uh, to deliver some grocery. Yeah. So, what Canadian cities are you in right now? I know um, in Vancouver, you're kind of servicing the Vancouver area and, and Richmond. But what other Canadian yeah. cities do you cover? And um, that's that's our like big story. So, in 2016, uh, we stepped out from our like hometown. Vancouver, Great Vancouver area. We we expanded to Toronto. That's our first city we expand. And uh, later on, uh, in 2018, we finished our seed round. And uh, within like half a year after our seed round, we cover all the major cities across Canada. So right now, we major city I would see Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, um, Toronto, Montreal, Halifax. So all the major cities across Canada, yeah. Winnipeg, we've got a few listeners there. Yeah, Winnipeg as well. <laughs> Very good. Get uh, Asian food uh, basically anywhere. We're talking uh, with uh, Yao Fei. He is uh, one of the founders uh, uh, behind Fantuan. This is a, a delivery food service, and they also do other types of delivery, like groceries and uh, documents and what have you. But uh, you know, if you've had a chance to use some of the other ones, like the Ubers and Skip the Dishes, you got to check this one out because the selection and, and the deals on on some of the food in this app. You know, if you're into Asian food, it is fantastic. Uh, Yao Fei, I want to thank you for joining us. And uh, the the app is available on all platforms. Yes, and um, you can download it from Apple Store or Google Play. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk. Stay tuned. You are back with the program, Mike and John here. Well, probably one of the must-have apps for a lot of people. You know, you got your favorites, right? Like YouTube and Facebook. Twitter would be one of them. It's certainly up there. Yeah. You're you're a voracious Twitterer. 
Well, I don't know about that, but yeah, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we've got a great guest on the line. His name is Cam Gordon. He's with Twitter Canada to talk about some of the uh, the new things happening in the Twitter verse. Thanks for joining us, Cam. Hi. Thanks so much for having me, and uh, hope things are good on the West Coast. There. They are. They are. Uh, so, what's what's new with Twitter? What's what's happening? Oh, what 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 a question! Uh, where to even start? I mean, there's there's always so much new stuff on Twitter. Um, I mean, you could uh, we could do this interview next week, and I'd probably give you a completely different answer. I'll start with a. a let's just start on the product side. Um, a, a big theme, as as you guys have seen this year, is we've introduced a number of new features. Um, with an eye to letting people bring a degree of monetization um, to their Twitter account for the first time. Um, so you, you may have seen we do have now a tip jar feature that we're testing where if you're, you know, you're, you're a creator, you're a musician, or, or you're putting out some content, uh, people can send a little money your way. We actually just recently announced our, our first Canadian partner on the payment side too when uh, Well Simple came on, which was very cool. A little Canadian angle there. Um, we also recently introduced something called Super Follows, which uh, is, is, is a pretty literal name, <laughs> actually, where you can have almost two levels of people that follow you, follow you, kind of the standard version of Twitter, but then for people at a, a small monthly fee, um, they'll get access to like extra stuff. So what, if you have your, your account enabled for super follows, you can have, okay, do you want to send this to kind of, you know, the GP, the general population or to your subscribers? So say you're like a musician or something and you want to put out like song clips or like an exclusive Q and A or, you know, content you want to make subscription only, um, you, you, you have that option. Um, so, so I mean, those are two two ones for in that side. But then we also last week we announced something called communities. Um, that's something where, again, like you'll be able to join exclusive groups or exclusive, literally communities. So, say you're really into sports or bird watching or cooking or fashion or a certain sports team, you'll have an opportunity to, to join a specific community and send out tweets and have dialogue and have conversation right within that community, within a specific topic. Um, and again, so if it's something you might just want to talk about off to the side, or you just, you know, don't want your timeline entirely of like Canucks tweets or Toronto Blue Jay tweets or K-pop tweets, you can, you can reserve that for the community. That's yeah. Um, that's John's problem. The K-pop tweets. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, my DM, me, John, and I like he never stops with the uh, BTS and the Blackpink stuff, which is great. Like, I'm, I'm a big music fan, but uh, enough's enough, guys. So. so, Cam, um, cool community. I want to go back to the money part, <laughs> like the monetization. <laughs> sure. uh, yeah. So, you you talked about the tip jar. Uh, this is interesting. So, how do you, how does one set that up? Can any person on Twitter set that up? I mean, it's currently in beta mode, so it's it's a small percentage of users on iOS currently have access to it. And then what you need to do in the back end, so you need to enable the feature, and that's just something you'll see in your settings. And then you have to identify, okay, where where do the tips go? So you need like a payment partner. So, you know, in the U.S., this might be something like Venmo or... Uh, we we have a number of partners. There's Bandcamp. So if you're a musician and and you know especially now or you know very very few mis- musicians can do these massive tours. 
um, you know, it's a way to like support your, your favorite artist. So you just need whatever your payment system set up in the back end. And here in Canada, again, you know, if you're a well simple client, that's now an option if you have tip jar. So uh, more to come on that. Currently in beta mode. Um, but yeah, like all, all these new features, it's, it's definitely a different direction for us. And they've all been well received. And like everything else on Twitter, we just have to see like, you know, what is the right combination there and, and are people actually going to use these um, tools and we'll see how it goes. I mean, you know, some other news we, we announced recently is that we removed fleets um, that you may have seen our, our ephemeral disappearing tweets just because, and we, we put out some comments about this, just, you know, we, we just didn't see the uptick, so we tried it out, but if, if, it's, if it's a feature that's not catching on, like, we're okay to, to claw it back and say, hey, we tried it and just, you know, this wasn't a fit at this time. So, again, I mean, I've been with Twitter for six years, and you know, it's it seemed like six thousand different platforms because there's always so many new features on it. It's one of the uh, what kind of the exciting things about using Twitter and also working at Twitter. We're talking with Cam Gordon. He's uh, one of the folks over at uh, Twitter Canada. Talking about some of the cool new features. I like the monetization. They got the tip jar and super follows uh, where you can actually make some money from from your tweets. So I think they're testing that out right now. We've run out of time here, Cam, but. Uh, I uh, want to thank you for joining us today and we're going to have to get you on again because I know there's just so much other Twitter news happening on a regular basis. So we're going to make this uh, happen more often, okay? Absolutely. Always happy to make the time. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk. Stay tuned. You're back. It's Mike and John here for Get Connected. And again, I have to throw to our show one more time. We have a new TV series. It's available exclusively to TELUS TV subscribers. If you have TELUS TV, and that's uh, pretty well here in British Columbia and Alberta. Yeah, Western Canada. Western Canada. We've got a great 12-episode series. They're an hour long, each of these episodes, and it just it's full of tech goodness. You know, everything from uh, EVs to smartphones to computers to 3D printing, robots, smart home stuff. We're just covering it all. We've uh, taken a lot of our listener and viewer questions and answered them in the show. Yeah, in a brand new set that we built for the show. It's pretty cool. I'm, I'm very proud of it. And again, uh, if you subscribe to Tells TV, it's on their on-demand section. Please check it out, watch it, and, and tell us what you think because uh, we're looking to do uh, another series of it, another season. So uh, we would love some feedback uh, on that. Uh, Got to throw it to our website too, John. Yep. Getconnectedmedia.com. We've got lots of great content up there. Uh, links to all our global TV segments we do with all the latest and greatest gear. YouTube segments uh, where we're covering uh, the latest reviews on smartphones and smart home uh, tech. And uh, also links to our radio podcast as well. We've been doing lots of really fun, different stuff too lately. We've been doing e-bikes, e-scooters, car tech. Yeah, the e-bikes the e and e-scooters, are, they're kind of fun to review. That's kind of an up-and-coming transportation mode. I, I know we've seen these things for a few years now, but I think they're coming down in price and there's more of an acceptance of them, especially with cities, Yeah, you know, letting them into bike lanes or letting them on the road even for that matter. And they're so much fun to ride. Oh my God. Yeah. That new uh, e-bike we got, the Super 73. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's going to be hard to send that one back. I don't even know how you're going to pack that thing up again. You should see the box that thing's in. It's giant. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it. No. I'll film it. <laughs> I'll film it. <laughs> I'll have to bleep out the swearing, but uh, hey, you know what? We should do that. We put, should. It, put it on the on the website. I want to thank John, of course, uh, my co-host, and he's one of our producers, and Christina Stoyanova as well, and the rest of the team back at the studio. See you again next week.